Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. Brian, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Love being on here and I love your content too. It's like, I see you all the time also. I just think I went on one of your lives today, an hour ago. So yeah. Yep. Thank you. I did that live and maybe we could just kick it off with that because I feel so inspired by the fact that I, I felt compelled to do that live because of an ask I did just yesterday to a dude I found. He did like a little commercial for Kajabi, the platform. And he was talking about how he created a course out of a problem that he had. And he went on to say how much money he's made and how well it's doing and just like really shared how cool, you know, what he's doing has created. And I was like, I'm so curious, like who isn't curious about course creation and or how you can make a lot of money off of what what would be like an evergreen course. So I sent him a message and right away he was like, yeah, I'm like, you got time tomorrow morning? He's like, yeah, I'm like, boom. And then the dude just like poured into me for an hour when really it was supposed to be a conversation about me asking him about his life and if he'd like to be on the show. And, you know, he was the one who kind of wanted to have the call before he jumped on a podcast. And I got off of that and I was like, that would have never happened if I didn't have the balls to ask like him to be on the show. Exactly. Yeah. I got out of those nuts. Yeah. And then it led me into like asking yeah. him to be on the show, asking the various other people to be on the show. Like when I started this podcast... I mean, I had to ask myself, like, who do you want to be? And like, how do you plan to show up in order to get there? So the first ask was like on myself. And I know you share a similar story about how you got into meditation and how you started to use the practice to get you where you are now. So for those of you who haven't listened to episode 141, it's titled Want to Give Less Fucks. Very appropriate. Go back and listen yes. to that after this one. But I want you to help us understand like, how you got here and really like the ask you had to ask of yourself as to who you wanted to become to, to get to this level of what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Good question. And it's really uh, the thing that comes to my mind first is consistency. I, I do coaching with people. I do, I do group classes, meditation teacher trainings, and I do one-on-ones. And what what I see a lot and like what, what I'm able to do is something that everybody can do. Because, you know, like my meditation practice, my yoga practice, mainly my meditation practice now, it's consistent. You know, so I started that in 2019 and I was just consistent with it. I told myself 90 days, I'll meditate every day for 90 days and see if it sticks. And that habit just, it's stuck. And just anything else that I do in terms of content, like TikTok, it's just consistent. I used to, I used to fight the content on TikTok. I'm like, it's a new platform. This was back in 2020. I'm like, it's a new platform. I don't fucking dance. I'm not 12 years old. Like, I don't know how I'm going to make content on here, but it's like the new thing. I follow Gary Vee a lot. Love Gary Vee. And uh, when I finally just committed to 30 days, I'm going to post every single day on TikTok. That's when the content, like I think one or two out of the videos like did well and I got like 10,000 followers that way. So it's really just like everything that I've had success with is just fucking consistency. And like, like how you said, showing up, asking people like, you know, you ask 10 people, maybe you get one or two. So it's just like putting the action and just being as consistent as fuck as possible. Like, and I appreciate you said uh, since we last talked, you know, the content kind of blew up. I've had some viral videos since, and it's really just being consistent with like putting content out there and just playing with it and seeing what the audience likes and seeing what works with the audience. 
So uh, yeah, consistency. I'm really focused on consistency. So when you made that shift and you decided to spend that time meditating to see if it would quote unquote stick, you know, what was going on in your life before you decided to try that? Because something had to have been going on for you to be like, shit's got to shift. I need to do this. Let me try these 90 days of meditation in hopes of what, what were we hoping to get away from to like, what was, what was going on? Can you get me inside of where you were at? If you don't mind sharing? Sure. Yeah. So I was really into like power type vinyasa flow yoga at the time. And I went and took a Brian Kess masterclass. He's pretty much invented power yoga. He's out of California. I really love him. One of my favorite teachers, Brian Kess. And I went to one of his masterclass and it was three hours. It was three hours long. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do yoga for three hours. I'm going to get in shape. And at this time, I was like way more in shape than I am now. I don't practice as much yoga that I used to do back then. I was just all about like, I'm doing it for my body. I'm like power yoga, sweat, sweat. And when I took this three-hour training, I think it was like about an hour and a half or two hours. He, He had a talk. So it wasn't three hours of yoga. He had this talk and he said when he... When he got as loose and as open as possible with his body, he was like, there's mo- something more. And then he, he went to do like a Vipassa meditation, Vipassana meditation, which is pretty intense. I've never done like that. I think it's like 10 days where you sit eight hours a day, something crazy. And he said meditation was like huge for him. So I'm like, fuck, I need to have a meditation practice. So that's what kind of got me in the mind of maybe I need a meditation practice. And then it was the beginning of the year in February or no, January, 2019. And I told myself, I really want a meditation practice. I will do it for 30 days or 90 days, 30 days, 90 days. And then I'll quit after 90 days if I don't like it. And it took me 77 days to like meditation because once that 77 days clicked, I, it takes about 60 to 90 days to develop a habit. And it just clicked for me on that day 77 where I'm like, wow, I am learning more about myself. I have more creativity. I can make better content. I'm solving problems. I just had more awareness in my brain. And I felt like I was just getting downloads from the universe. And I still get that. My life has completely transformed since 2019. There's like a before and after. Like, yes, yoga was the catalyst of it. And that was about 2016. And I had progress from 2016 to 2019, but 2019 was just like a fucking boom, like an awakening. I just started to wake up more, see what's the programming in my unconscious mind. Just getting downloads from the universe about ideas, problem solving, content ideas. So uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it started. And it just was, it was a challenge to me and I really hated it for 76 days. I didn't like it. I'm sitting, meditating, like fuck this. And I would meditate for like, a minute at a time sometimes. And I'm just like, I fucking hate this. And yeah, day 77, it changed. And I've been meditating since. This is why Brian's on the podcast, you guys, because not enough people talk about the fact that doing the work is where it's at and committing to the process of figuring something out. So many of us want to quit when we try something once or twice or we post something on social once or twice and it doesn't have the results that we want or (laughs) you name it. Y'all know exactly what the thing is that you did once or twice that you've quit on that you're looking back now saying, fuck, I wonder if I would have done it 77 days in a row if I could have had that breakthrough like Brian. And to be dead honest, like I think the only time I can relate to that particular story in, in that kind of a way was when I was competitively bodybuilding 
it was like there was an actual end goal of where I could see other people. I mean, I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know what it felt like. But I knew that if I didn't stay consistent and show up each and every day and somewhere, I think around the 60 day mark, it started to click and I started to enjoy the process. And then it was something that's just become ingrained in who I am. So now when people see me, oh, it's so easy for you to go to the gym every day or it's just so easy for you to have health and fitness in your life. It came from a really hard 17 week prep, you know, training my mind and my body around what the outcomes will be if I do this thing. Right. And so you never know like what habits that you could put into your life that will have a residual effect that you can't even like begin to understand if you just lean in and trust the process. And like I got the chills when you were talking about the fact that like, you know, you get the downloads and you're in that awareness state. And really, I think some people think that meditation needs to be this whole quiet your mind thing. And so I want to dive into that because you're very much not for that, like sit there, be still, think no thoughts. It's like the exact opposite. And so, you know, your play on helping the world release a billion fucks. I'm like, yeah, it's what I feel like after I meditate or I do a movie meditation like breathwork or yoga. Like I feel a lot lighter and like I give a whole lot less fucks. Like it's the yes verbiage around what you do, what you talk about. And it's why you have such a, a strong following because gone are the days where like people want to be told to be quiet. Like we're like, fuck that. You tell us to be quiet. We're like, nope, I'm going to be louder. And you almost have done that. Like you have been louder about the fact that meditation can be and should be for everybody. So walk us around like that, that big picture vision of wanting to release a billion fucks in the world. And it's not just about you anymore. Like you, you've brought us all into your vision. Those of you, those of you who listen or who are going to learn about him today on the show, like there's over three fucking million plays on this guy's shit, let alone the videos and the content and the in-person and you name it, you're probably close to touching 5 million lives like at this point. So we're well on our way. Like I just said, we're, we're well on our way. You and me yeah. and everyone listening <laughs> to pe- a billion people releasing their fuck. So give me a slide like your, yes. your process and your vision for like the marketing. And I mean, is it just how you talk? So you're like, fuck it. I'm going to be myself. Yeah. No, it's uh, well, a little bit of that. I, and I might've talked about it last podcast, but it's, I watched Sock Guru, like one of his YouTubes or like a podcast, and he he said his goal is not attainable in his lifetime. He's going to fail on his goal because it's so big. Like he has this foundation and he wants to help this many people. And I'm summarizing. I could, I could be fucking up what he's saying. But he basically said he had a bigger goal and he's going to fail on the goal in this lifetime because it's going to take multiple lifetimes and other people to help him achieve this goal. So it was like a goal way bigger than himself. And I love that shit. And then I just used it in my style where like, I want to help the world release a hundred billion fucks. And that's something that like, I don't know if that's going to be attainable in my lifetime, but if I teach people how to teach meditation and I do one-on-one coaching and this and that, then when I die, they're going to help people release a hundred billion fucks. So it's it's like a more of like a legacy. It's just helping the world. And once, once I had that goal, it's like the universe brings everything to you. And anybody listening out there, you really got to have a goal that's bigger than yourself and a goal that really helps other people because it's just a universal law. When you start to help people, you get it back. You help people, you get it back 10 times. You help people, you get it back 10 times. So with helping the world release 100 billion fucks, that's, yeah, like you said, it's on the podcast. 
three something million downloads. And then it's Instagram. It's like wherever I can have that goal. And it's a target, you know, like I want to release a hundred billion fucks. How am I going to do this? So, yeah. So good. You talked about in your process that you continuously listen to those hypnotic affirmations and it was something that just naturally reprogrammed your mind while you were sleeping. I think what's interesting is I actually listened to affirmation podcast this morning on the treadmill, like to lock in the state that I wanted to be in today. And it's by this woman that I love, Brenda, and she it was all around money. And I just clicked on one. I didn't pick one in particular. And I have a mirror in front of my treadmill. And so like I had listened to another podcast and then I, this one came on and I literally was like speaking to myself in the mirror around these money affirmations and just like really dropping in in a flow state of like working out. And I'm like, there are so many ways to do this work and people want to resist the one that's most uncomfortable. So like this is one of those easy tricks that people can do while they're sleeping, right? You literally don't have to almost even participate Absolutely. voluntarily. So talk us through like the power of listening to subliminal programming while you're sleeping. Yeah, it's one of my biggest unlocks that I found is listening to subconscious reprogram. I've been doing it since 2019 also, maybe 2020. But yeah, I listened to an eight-hour subconscious reprogramming audio when I sleep. And the same thing with that, I had to stick to it because I hated doing it for the first like 70, 60 days. I hated it. The voice sounds creepy. And now I now I have my own subconscious reprogramming that it's me that I do. But at the time I wasn't I didn't have a meditation podcast or leading guide to meditations. So I was listening to this subconscious reprogramming. And at first the voice is creepy and it would like scare me at night when I would kind of be like half asleep, waking up, like what the fuck? Who's that? And about day sixty, I started talking shit to the affirmations when I was half asleep. When the audio would talk, I would be like, shut the fuck up. Like, that's not true. Like, fuck you. No. And I knew that my subconscious mind was breaking down. I knew my subconscious mind was breaking down. And since I've been doing the subconscious reprogrammings, so much has happened. So many opportunities. I have an app now, these ideas, just money flowing in, opportunities flowing in, abundance flowing in. You know, before I did the subconscious reprogramming, I had a fear of, not really a fear, but I just had I just had bad programming on money and I was obsessed about it all the time. I was in debt. I was always trying to get myself out of debt. And since listening to the subconscious reprogramming, like I don't even fucking look at my bank account. Like it's just, I know that that shit's there and it's not like rich or anything, but I just know shit is fucking there and I can afford it. Like I, I go on vacations. I can, it's like freedom and it's more of a mindset more of a mindset. Yeah. The money has picked up, but it's also like just an abundance mindset. Like it's like, Hey, if I don't have it now, I'm going to have it later. And I do a lot of manifestation meditations like in the morning. So yeah. So good. I know my mom for years has sent me, she's the one who gave me the the secret, the book, the DVD. I don't know if you guys know what the DVDs are and constantly sends me stuff on YouTube. Like she, she knew about Wim Hof long before this breathwork phenomenon took over and she's been sending me Dr. Joe shit for, you know, a million years. And, you know, I watch her utilize that in how she's become very, very wealthy and created the things that she has by never having a coach or a mentor. Traditionally, she's used these free resources. And that's what you've created. You've done a lot of stuff for free on social. You have an app that's super affordable for people to tap into and, and utilize. You now have retreats 
you know, that are like becoming more and more accessible for people. And I was just so excited when I saw your summer series and Phoenix because I have a boyfriend that lives out there. So my ass is always out there now. Awesome. Get that some tickets to go because, you know, he comes from like the corporate world where this woo shit is not like what's weaved in their daily conversation. And so I feel so bad. Like he he's had to hang out with my girlfriend, Sam Harper, and her boyfriend, Chandler, who's a he's breathwork. She's sound healing. And like the three of us just get to talking about this kind of stuff. And he's just like crickets. He's like, I don't really know how to get in on the conversation. I said, the only way you can get in is if you experience one of these things. And it's fine if you don't like it, but you have to at least give yourself the opportunity to try. Because, I mean, only imagine if we could bring this type of work into the corporate settings, how many less people would hate their fucking job and find peace and contentment within probably an industry they might love, but but think they hate because they don't have the modalities to clear the space and to release energy that's dumped on them throughout the day like the work just isn't as socially acceptable at that level i feel like mm-hmm. you should do some corporate wellness retreats is where maybe next you should go a bunch of stuffy fucking- yeah i need to do that yeah that will help you pitch that to jake yes. morgan but this summer yes. it's coming up you guys i will be attending as many of those as i possibly can they're at the are they all at the ondas at ondas yep mm-hmm. yeah literally was just there last saturday for an event with Lori harder we did an all day. It was called Girlfriends in Business. And there was like 60 of us women just networking and just living our best life, learning from Katrina Scott, who is one of the founders from Tone It Up. And, you know, we started with the meditation practice. Lori walked us through a visualized guided meditation. And it is just so real and so needed in order for anyone listening to be able to have the kind of growth that I know we all are seeking to have. If you listen to this podcast or any podcast, like you're growth minded you're looking for the answers, you're looking for the next, you know, path to start to go down. And, you know, for anybody who's creating anything, if you're a creative, whether you're an entrepreneur or you work in a creative environment space, like to be able to clear blocks that you want to pretend like you don't know you have, like Brian mentioned earlier about money blocks, like that money affirmation that I got to do on the treadmill this morning, like I'm well aware that I could work on my money mindset, like majority of people can. And to just sit in that energy, stare at myself in the mirror while I was in a flow state and like repeat those mantras. And by the time that 11 minute, you know, recording was done, I was like, yeah, bad bitch, that money is coming. I can't wait to go have it. Let's sit in that energy. Yes, like, it. Yeah. How appropriate that I then got to interview you today. I mean, nothing, nothing ever like surprises me or falls short of like the universe being like, Bloop, that's exactly what you needed to hear and the energy you need to be in. When you decided to expand into creating an app, into creating like bigger platforms to provide this content on like did you seek out help did you have guides did you have mentors like how did you know where to start or how to get started with with this you had this brilliant idea you you're now trained in doing these things like how did you start to get your your stuff out there girl i just had to pop in the middle of this episode to let you know that i will be attending Keisha get mary's live event empower her in denver colorado september 22nd through the 24th. Tickets are now live and you can grab my coupon code if you click the link in the show notes. This event last year was life-changing. I was rocked and I love how Keisha shows up. Her energy is contagious. The people in the room's energy is contagious. They have amazing guest speakers to 
tap into their knowledge, their power, their energy. Two of my favorites, Chris and Lori will be there along with Mr. Trent Shelton himself. You guys snag your tickets before they're gone. You won't want to miss this. This will probably be the last live event she does for quite some time because she will be 34 weeks pregnant by the time this event hits. So again, it's in Denver, Colorado, September 22nd through the 24th. You can tap the link in the show notes to grab your ticket and join me. A big step was just investing in myself, investing in training. I had like six or seven hypnotherapy trainings, hypnosis trainings, vibrational healing. So uh, anybody out there, I highly recommend investing in training. And, and right now I have a business coach that I'm paying. And it's just like investing in yourself, investing in yourself. So that's kind of how that really got me catapulting into what I'm doing. And then the opportunities just came. I, I'm a hypnotist, so I do a lot of subconscious reprogramming, a lot of journaling, and a lot of questioning You know my beliefs. And I do a lot of manifestation shit. So I, I owe... A lot of the success I feel to like manifestation, meditations and process and visualizing it and really, really putting in the work though. I mean, my, my teacher, Dr. David Snyder, he's like my main teacher. He says, you know, it's all about action. It's taking action. And that's what I try and do is take action. For example, the meditation podcast that I did, I started that in 2020 because I heard Seth Godin, who's an amazing coach. I don't know. Do you know Seth Godin? He's an amazing like business guy. He writes a lot of books, but I saw him on a podcast and he says, do something for 30 days. Maybe it's 60 days, but he said, do something for 30 days over and over again, whether it's a blog or whatever you're doing, teaching yoga classes, do it for 30 days in a row and get all your shitty content out of the way. So that's what I did with my meditations. I did it for about 30 days in a row. I think I missed a couple of days, but I got all my shitty stuff out of there and I just kept pumping meditations out there. And that's like the key to like a lot of my success is I just put a lot of content out there and some hit, some don't. And I try not to get involved with like the numbers and like, oh, this sucks. Like I'm getting down on myself. It's just like a numbers game. Just get it out there and you see what works. You know, when I did, made the meditations and I still do that on the app and my podcast, the sleep meditations and yoga nidra do the best. People listen to those the most on my app. They're the top 10 meditations. People want to fall asleep to my voice and the hypnosis. So I focus on that. So I wouldn't know how to do that if I didn't put a fuck ton of content out there and see what works and what doesn't work. And like how you were talking about a lot of people quit. The mo Most of the people that just ask me for advice, you know, they don't actually work with me, but just ask me for advice. And I, I let them know like, hey, just do this for 30 days. They don't fucking do it. I think 10 out of 10 people that I talk to quit. And I, I even warn them too, like, you're going to do this shit. Nobody's going to watch. Nobody's going to listen for a certain period of time. You're going to get frustrated. This happens to me in everything I fucking do. Y even though I have like a name, I still, if I'm going to start some new shit, nobody fucking watches. If I start another podcast today, nobody's going to fucking watch. But if I'm consistent on it and I do it over and over again, that shit's going to take off. Somebody's going to one's going to go viral for you. And that's all it takes. So I kind of went on a tangent there. I don't know. I'll circle back. That That's what I got to say about that. I love that. That's why podcasting is my preferred platform because it gives space for the tangents and the who knows where the conversation is going to go. And I live for shit like that. That's why I think yes. I was such a good hairdresser because, you know, my clients are with me for a couple of hours. Like, and the majority of, even with coaching, like the majority of people start off talking about one thing 
And then it like, I'm like, that's not really what you're trying to say. Like, what are you actually trying to say? And we get to a couple levels deeper and a couple levels deeper. And then the real shit comes out. But at the end of the day, like when you were saying that about people coming to you for advice, right? A, they've not invested a dollar. They just asked you a question on social. They say, how do I do this? How do I get there? You know, I get a ton of questions around podcasting and stuff like that. And I'm like, there is no quick win. You don't get to skip the line. You don't get to skip the process and the learning experience. You don't get to just become the world's best podcaster by not having your first 50 episodes suck, you know, and and same with the content. I knew that my first few episodes were going to be terrible. That's why I wasn't stuck on a name. I wasn't stuck on the branding cop or the cover of what the show was going to look like. I wasn't even stuck on like who the fuck I was talking to. We were closed during COVID and I was like, I'm mad. I know enough other mad people in my industry because we've just got we're put on lockdown. We never know if we're going to be able to work again. Like that, that's enough of a reason. Let's start talking. And I completely sucked as an interviewer. I over talked. I over this, all, all the things. And it took that for me to go watch my own tape, right? Like all good sports people, you go watch your own tape and figure out like what worked, what didn't, and what would you want to improve? And now, you know, I I think I'm doing an okay job. You know, we're about to hit 50,000 downloads and my goal is awesome. Yeah, I know. But if I would have quit or if I would have not gotten past 30 episodes because nobody was listening, watching or giving me any sort of feedback, you know, I would have never known what was possible. I would have never had access to sitting for an hour in your presence, getting your undivided attention, pouring into our community, talking about all the things like it's it's wild. You guys, you listening, if you're out on your walk, if you're driving in the car, if you're by yourself, if you're on the treadmill, wherever you are. Like consistency and doing things for a little bit longer than you think is humanly possible for yourself will be the catalyst to you seeing real change in your life. And this goes for just about everything, even relationships. Like if you're at the point where you want to like leave somebody, what if for 30 to 60 days you could show up as a version that you wish that person would be for you? Could you be that? until they start to mirror back your actions. If not, you know, I just invested 90 full-blown days of trying so, so fucking hard that I can walk away understanding that this isn't where I'm supposed to be. Same with business, same with anything. But I push you even harder to not have such a strong end day. Like even though Brian started this off by saying after 90 days, I told myself I could quit if I wanted to. Like if you need that out, give it to yourself, but be open to saying like, what if I tried this for 10 more days? I still hated a day 90. You know, what if I kept going? I wonder what would happen. And it's it's one of those analogies that like just has kind of clicked for me recently because I have a kid who's 11. He's like graduating fifth grade and he's smart. And he says shit like, why do I need to learn this math? Like I have a phone. I can just look it up on my phone. And I'm like, literally have no words. I'm like, well, you're right. So I had to like reframe it and be like, well, dude, you're learning how to learn at school. Can you look at what she's teaching you and learn the process of how to do the math problem, right? Because problem solving will be your biggest flex in life. If you can learn how to solve problems, bro, you're going to be, you can learn that math later. You can use your phone. But if you don't know what to ask your phone for help with, like you're not going to get the answers you need in life. And so I don't know if it's registering. I keep trying to reiterate it with him. We do our little affirmations at night and we talk about the positivity of, positive thinking and showing up as the positive light you want to be like his teacher's kind of a not that cool of a person and I'm like just keep being nice to her maybe she'll start to be nice back so it's so weird because I think to myself man I wish I would have had me as a mom growing up my mom did the best she could I'll have parents that were like 
you could have done better, but I know you didn't know any better. And, you know, now my mom tries to make up for it. She sends affirmations to us on, in the car on the way to school for him. And they're like these little rap songs of him being like, I am a good student. I will do good today. Like, they're so cute and they're so funny. And he's so annoyed by them. But like, I get down in the car with him. We sing those kid affirmations. And I'm like, this is, this is amazing. Like, this is what everybody should be woken up to this is what school should start with like maybe maybe right after the pledge of allegiance which we don't do anymore the kids can sit in a moment of like recognition that they can think the thoughts that they want they can create a reality that they want even if it maybe doesn't exist at home now i'm going on a tangent i'm just so passionate about like the work that you do and that's why i'm so grateful we had a chance to just chat and that i could share you with my community again because you do have so many really easy access points for people to get into your world, whether it's just listening to the free podcast, whether it's getting on the app and like having this be something that you fall asleep to every single night. Like that to me, if you're someone who is listening, who is resistant to meditation or you've struggled in the past, start with these sleep meditations or at least let yourself fall asleep to a 10 minute one and get in the space where you can feel the real time energy. Like I'm always talking about getting in the rooms, but attend a live event where you get to see what it does to other people because a lot of times like I've been in breathwork classes where I'm like oh man that girl had like such a deep profound like breakthrough and experience and I was like oh yeah my my hands are tingling a little bit and I I guess I feel better but I didn't have that and so next time I went into breathwork I went in with the intention of calling in a very powerful experience and sure enough you know there was God he was just hanging out with me you know so You have to go into things with intention, too, and you have to continuously put yourself around people who are maybe a little bit more open than you are to to certain things so that you can kind of start to see what's possible. And I know Brian's like an open book. He's always like in his DMs chatting with everybody and showing up daily, giving away content like it's candy to all of us. So go get in his world ingest in the things. And if if you have struggled with traditional meditation in the past, like this is your answer. You're welcome. Because I'm always trying to bring you resources to make your life more simple, but for you to take charge of how you show up each and every day. Because at the end of the day, if Brian hadn't decided to do those 90 days of meditation, none of this would exist. And he would not have the business, the life, the fulfillment, the joy, and get to experience the things he is. I would not have the same if I hadn't started the podcast and believed in myself just a teeny bit more than I didn't in order to like grow something out of nothing. I want to share a little... What do you call them? Testimonial. Use your words, Jess. Some people that are on your page that have been in your world because I think they speak, you know, we can talk, I can, I can toot you all day, but one of them says, Hey, Brian, I want to thank you for this wonderful workshop because before this journaling and daily meditation, I haven't, they haven't been habits of mine and I can now meditate and guide meditations more consciously. In this five weeks, I noticed a decrease in my stress levels and a much more patient as a consequence of my daily meditation and journey, journaling. And then another person reports, one of the things I love the most about the workshop is you told me five weeks ago that I'd be able to meditate for 20 minutes. I laughed. But especially the sessions we did on Zoom felt so short. I also noticed that because you brought us out of our comfort zone with the lives, I was able to take that skill into real life. I'm not a very good public speaker, but at work I've been crushing presentations, so I think it's related. Well, duh. In addition, she says, Since I'm an engineer by training, I loved it when we dove deeper into the science behind the meditation and learned some very cool things in this five weeks. Thank you so much for this transforming experience and impacting my life in such a positive way. And 
those people Ugh. sound like kind of naysayers that were like, I don't think this is going to really work for me, but I'm willing to try. And even in this testimonial, this person states like, I think it was a direct reflection of that, but I'm not giving you full credit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. stuff is so important to me because it's in doing the work and in showing up and investing. These people invested in your workshops that they got the results and that they will continue to have these results. And it's why I'm a huge proponent for like finding the right coach or getting in the right room or hiring the right mentor or whatever the fuck you think it is that you might need. Like, go try. Some are going to be yes. amazing and some are not going to be the right fit for you. And you won't know that until you try things on. Do you have any advice for people who are looking for mentorship or who are looking for that? Like, how did you know when you were ready? Like you went to that guy's training and then it, it morphed into something. Like I know so many people who are, they look at someone like you and they're like, oh, I want a business like that. Or like, I want to create something like that. But like, I have no idea like where I should ask for help from. Yeah. When you're ready, the teacher appears. That's what mm-hmm. happens to me all the time. And that's what I've heard so many times from my teacher and from some yogis that say, when you're ready, the teacher appears, you know, what you seek, you find. And that is one thing. If you look at all different religions, different philosophies, that's a very common thing. What you seek, you find. So if you're looking for something, you're going to start to find it. You know, I started getting into hypnosis. I, I listened to Michael Seeley at first. He was He's on YouTube. And I loved hypnosis. I loved what it was doing for me. And then I found David Snyder on YouTube. I watched all his content on YouTube, all his free stuff. And then I finally, after like a year, I took his class I signed up for a class and paid for it online. And then I went to his in-person training. So I like incrementally spent more money on his training. And then I've given him probably like 10, 15,000 cents. I mean, just every training that I do, I I love his stuff. So when you're ready, the teacher appears. I I really don't know how I found my teachers other than I'm diving into hypnosis or I'm diving into meditation. And then they appear like David G. He's one of my favorite teachers also in meditation. I found him because I'm, I'm meditating. You know, so if you're, you're a golfer and you go golf, you're going to find your teacher, maybe at the country club or wherever you're at or word of mouth. They're going to they're going to find you because you're trying to find them. So when you're ready, the teacher appears. So good. And it's so true because I know for me, it's been one of those things where I, I will see what someone else is doing and I know I'm not alone. And I will ask what they think I should do. And after numerous times of asking people what they think I should do, and the answer always being like, well, what do you want? I was like, oh, I think I need to get quiet enough to actually understand what do I want? And then what do I need will like be the follow up question and answer to what do I like? What do I want? And that sounds like such an easy question. Like, what do you want? Or but a lot of people can't even answer that. And so I think, you know, meditation, once again, will help you open up those channels to create the awareness around what it is that you do want. So if for nothing else, start here, go down to the show notes, click on Brian's stuff, start ingesting all this free stuff, do these meditations, make a commitment to yourself to maybe try it for 30 to 60 to 90 days and see what are the results you're having. And maybe don't even tell anybody that you're doing this. Just do it on your own where... Maybe you tell tell Brian in the DMs like, yo, bro, I, I just heard Jessica's podcast. This is a challenge I'm doing. I'll report back. But like he said, the majority of people that ask for that quote unquote free advice don't even take it. So don't be one of those people. I don't want to have listeners on this show who fucking half ass shit. 
So if you're hanging out here, we're yeah. your accountability partner. Do the things, do the work, and then look for the results, right? But the results will appear as you're doing the work. We promise you that because neither of us would have what we have or know what we know or be in the state that we are if we didn't, if we quit. So I can't wait I to see you. you in a couple weeks in Arizona. I'm going to come give you the biggest hug yes. and thank you for creating those events that we can be in person and don't take it easy on my boyfriend. He is someone who I just got him to his first yoga class with me two weeks ago and uh, he's the corporate guy. We're going to figure something out and make that happen in the cor- corporate wellness space for you because <laughs> they need yes. it as much as we need it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. And you guys can find Brian on Instagram. You can just scroll down to the show notes. But Brian, like what else do you have going on that people, I know you've got some retreats going on. Maybe people want to just, they can't make it to Arizona, but they are interested in going to a retreat. I just had my first retreat. It was called Chill the Fuck Out here in San Diego. I nice. thought proud of that name. Um, I love that. I love thank that. you. I, I just wanted to create a place where high achieving, like highly ambitious women could go and chill the fuck out. So we had yoga and breath and all yes. all the cool things. So, and you, you're doing these, these big, amazing retreats. Can you tell us a, a little bit about a few of them and maybe how people can get yeah there? Sure. Yeah. I got a retreat coming up in November in Australia. So uh, love my Australia people. One thing I looked up about Australia is one of the warnings was they like to curse a lot. Like, just be careful. They like to curse a lot. And I'm like, I'm, I'm there. So doing a retreat in Australia, November 16th through 19th, I think that's the date. So you can go to yogibryan.com forward slash retreats. Check that out. And then let's see, what do I got? I got Costa Rica next February, 2024, Peru, April, and then Greece in October. So yeah, amazing retreats coming up. Don't want to miss out on them. Mm, I saw the Greece one and we just, that's where we went on vacation this past September we went to Crete, which is beautiful. And I saw you guys are going there and doing some hikes there. And we went to Santorini and Mykonos. But, you know, there's some magic. I mean, Australia is pretty rad, too. I've been there twice. But Greece is unlike anything else. So if you want this full-blown experience of not only some epic travel, but to be in the essence of someone who knows how to run retreats, who's going to take care of everything for you, who's going to just let you show up and and kind of follow along. And sometimes that's the best thing about vacation is you don't have to plan anything. You just have to fucking get there and let these people be your yeah. guide. So I I'm, I'm I was going to talk to Scott about, can we go back to Greece? We don't have to do anything. We're just going to show up. So, so I'm, I'm putting that on. I'm, I'm going to manifest that yeah, to that, happen. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> but we'll Yeah, see. I have a lot of interest on that one. I just got the link. Yeah, I just got I the link live on that. But I have, to, I have to do like applications now. They're just uh, very popular now. So I have to do applications. So everybody's got to apply. I mean, of course you would be approved, but yeah, if you're listening, got to apply and then most likely they'll get approved and then we'll get you to retreat. Yeah. I can't, I can't have lame fucks there. That's no one of the things. Fucks. No lame fucks. They, and that. No lame listen, fucks. To be dead honest, like I really appreciate the fact that you're doing applications because like when you invest at that level and you go to sacred spaces with people and you're doing like deeper inner work type of shit like you want to be surrounded by other people who are kind of not where you are but like who are in the same headspace because it is very important to know that everyone kind of is an equal space holder at some level and I'm I'm really like appreciative of people who take that initiative. Plus, it's a good problem to have because I know you have a million people probably asking you questions or are interested. Mm-hmm. And then 
you know, 99% of them don't actually even go to the checkout page and buy it. So you got to protect your energies. Yeah, that's the thing too. It's like, if you're not going to even apply, then don't ask me fucking questions. You know, it's, it's, uh, and that's the type of uh, just the honesty. Cause everybody feels that way. You know what I mean? And I, I just try and be as like honest as I can. And it's just like, most people are like, if you're not going to take the time to apply for this, this retreat, then I'm not going to fucking take the time and answer your hundred questions. You apply, I'll answer all the questions that you got because you took the action. So that that's a lot, a lot of things. Just that the fact of applying, like you got a 90% chance of getting in just right there because you took the time you applied and some of the questions are a little ridiculous. So it's like, yeah, just that's 90% of the game. Like if you're going to apply, most likely you're going to get in. But, but I always, I do that to vet people just to make sure like maybe I'm not the right fit for you. Maybe, maybe you're a super, super cool person. You're not a lame fuck. Maybe you're super cool, but maybe I'm just not the right person for a retreat. And maybe I can let you know a different retreat or a different person to go to as well. So I'm here to help with those applications. Yeah. And a hundred percent and hang in there guys, because we are going to close this with a quick meditation, but I want to, for anybody listening who is possibly a coach or a retreat holder or someone who does events, take note of that and put that in your back pocket as application processes not only elevate you as a business and showcase you as like a higher level expert, it also helps you protect your energy around people coming into your space or to events that will drain you, suck your energy and just you it even though people pay to come into our spaces, like it still needs to be an energy exchange that's fairly equal, right? So application processes to me are huge. And they're what I do for the podcast episodes. Like people are vetting me all the time. Like, hey, can I get on your show? Hey, can I get on your show? And I'm like, fill this out. We'll get back to you because, you know, everything in life should be an energetic exchange aside from like money and all of that. Like be discerning around who you let in your world, especially when you're doing work like this, because it's super important. But Brian, would you mind closing us out with a quick meditation that we can kind of drop into? Sure. Yeah. Let's just do a quick body scan meditation. So. Find a seat, everybody. You can do this seated or lying down. This is very easy. So if you've never meditated before, you can do this. And once you find that seat or lie down, just softly, gently close your eyes and just arrive. Arrive to your space. Bring your mind back to your body. Sometimes our minds are all over the place and that's okay. Say, hey, mind, come back here to the present moment. And just bring your attention and awareness to your breathing. Awareness and attention to your breath. And just notice how your breath feels. Is it smooth or choppy or shallow or deep? How does your breath feel? Now start to smooth out your breathing. With your mouth closed, breathe in and out through your nose. And find a comfortable, steady natural and intuitive breath for you a comfortable steady natural and intuitive breath now bring your attention and awareness to your body and just notice you have this body and take a scan of your body from the crown of your head to the tips of your toes scanning the body all the way up and all the way down, relaxing the body. 
Any tension you feel in your body, send your breath to the tension. Send your awareness to the tension. And once you send your breath to the tension, once you send your awareness to the tension, the tension starts to dissolve into space. Each and every breath you take, you relax even more and more. Full body relaxes. Feeling a wave of relaxation all the way up and all the way down. That's right. Fully relaxing. And in just a moment, I wonder, you can imagine a TV screen. And on that TV screen is your thoughts. And you'll just watch your thoughts on this TV screen roll in and roll out. Nothing to do or control with your thoughts. You just watch your thoughts like you're watching a movie. Now, imagine this TV screen and watch your thoughts on the TV screen. Roll in and roll out. Just observing your thoughts. Be the witness to your thoughts. And now this TV screen gets smaller and smaller. Smaller and smaller. So small now. So small that you just can't see your thoughts anymore. Completely relaxing the mind. Turning the volume all the way down. Down. And down. Deeper. And deeper. Down and down, fully relaxing. Steady breath, steady body, steady mind. Feeling this relaxation all throughout your body and taking this relaxation with you throughout your day. Whenever you need to feel relaxed, you can always come back to this meditation. And in just a moment, I'll count from one to five. When I reach five, you'll come back here to my voice, back to the present moment. You'll open your eyes and you'll feel so good. One, two, three, four, and five. Coming on back, opening your eyes, feeling this relaxation. There you go, everybody. How you feeling? You awake, Jess? Mm-hmm. Barely. I love that. Yeah, a little bit like I could go take a nap, which is good because I think at any given moment throughout the day, that is like the perfect quick meditation to bring you back to what is really happening, not only in your body, but in your mind and to clear that energy and space that we so easily get taken off, you know, throughout the day. Like the littlest thing can take you right, left, whatever something you eat, something that, you know, is said to you, whatever. And the TV screen for me, that visualization, I've never, I've I've heard close the tabs. I was almost thinking you were going to say, now turn the TV off. And I was like, already ready to turn the TV off. But when it got smaller and smaller, like my whole, like my eyes inside my mind just closed even smaller and smaller. And then the volume, like literally I saw myself like on the stereo. And that is what hypnosis looks and feels like hypnosis isn't scary fear chanting he's gonna do it sounds like a big word that needs like a really long definition but 
that's a taste of that. And I feel like a lot of people shy away from, oh, well, am I going to be in a trance? Are you going to make me dance like a chicken? No, that's all it is. And so to simplify things like Brian does a beautiful job of just simplifying the process of being able to release the fucks, chill the fuck out, come back to the present moment, realize you're safe in your body and that you have the power to then make more sound decisions on your next step or what you're going to do. So, Brian, thank you so much for your time. I know we could sit and just fucking vibe out all day long, but I'll see you very soon in Arizona. Who is joining me? Let me know. Shoot me a DM. Grab your tickets. They're up on his link now and let me know which date you're going to go to so we can go together and experience this in real time in person because there is nothing better than in-person events. So get your fucking ass there. Figure out how to get to one of his retreats. Start with the app wherever you can like join us. Yes, absolutely. Can't wait to see you. Yes, I can't wait to see you either. You guys, if you love this podcast episode, it means a shit ton to hear that from you. Validation is never something that we are too good for. We love to hear how we've impacted your life, whether it's through this podcast, a moment or something that you heard, the simple meditation, whatever it is, like letting us know how we can serve you better. I know I speak for Brian when I say this, like really knowing and, and that those testimonials that I read, like. The power of that keeps people who are creators in the game. It keeps us motivated and inspired when often this work is very lonely and we have to sit here and do a lot of it ourselves, even though we know the dream is for it to include everyone. It's nice when you let us know that. So leaving ratings and reviews on not only the podcast, but comments that really pour into us like we're still human and we we love to know that we're making an impact in your life. So take a second after you stop listening send this episode to somebody that could benefit from it. And we will see you on the next episode of Unscripted. Thank you, Brian. Which one of your girls needs to hear this one? Send this to someone who could use a smile, some encouragement, and a little love from this edgy podcast host. Much thanks and all the love.